you are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Joe Nunn, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes, how they got started in the game, and of course, where they are now. So, hey, 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 everybody. I hope everybody's having a phenomenal day so far. Um, actually, this is like really off topic, but um, you guys already know our show is available on almost all podcast platforms, including Spotify, including iTunes. And uh, this whole new, uh, the the whole Spotify thing is kind of new. Like um, you guys already know, if you have been a fan of the show, we did um, have our show available on iTunes um, previously. But um, the Spotify thing is kind of new. And of course, it's still available on CFRU.ca. But, um, you know, I kind of wanted to play around uh, with some of the features that Spotify has on their um, app. So I guess I, I was just playing around and then randomly the episodes uh, for TKO started shuffling. And out of nowhere, I, I like the this episode from... 2018 I think just randomly came up and you know it was actually quite refreshing listening back and uh kind of uh it it was honestly like a point in history when if you do have the time honestly not to say that you definitely have to go back and listen to all of our previous episodes I'm just saying like it's actually kind of entertaining and somewhat refreshing because everything that we did talk about and in certain points in time they were truly a reflection of what was happening at the time in history uh, for that particular episode that just randomly came up while I was playing around with uh, previous episodes on Spotify. I was talking about um, this fight that I honestly, even even if you asked me uh, today, I wouldn't probably recall uh, having even taken place at all because I was talking about this boxing fight that um, at the time Manny Pacquiao uh, was having to regain his uh, boxing titles, um, and and I, it was just so surprising. I'm like, wow, this actually took place. And uh, I I just I when I listen back, I actually did feel that excitement that um, I had at the time while I was delivering that episode, while I was breaking down that cer- a certain fight for all you guys, and. Uh, Oh, just good old memories, you know. So uh, it was really, really interesting. I actually kind of quite enjoyed it. So if you if you like, not saying that you have to, because there's over 175 episodes of TKO so far. But uh, if you want to go back in history uh, and uh, just just pick a random episode and listen to it randomly. Uh, you, you'll be quite surprised and uh, you'll be like, wow, this fight actually did take place at that point in time. And uh, this is what the public thought of that certain fight or say like a certain issue in the world of fighting. And then because, you know, when you're in that point of time, you don't know what's going to happen in the future. And I'm sure there's been many, many incidences of us talking about a certain issue. And we're like, OK, we don't know um, uh, a- anything further about this issue. So we're just going to give you guys updates about that issue. 
Um, that's definitely happened so, way too many times actually on our show. And uh, yeah, if you do go back to some of those early episodes and then just uh, keep progressing forward, you'll you'll probably come across some gems uh, amongst our previous episodes, amongst our very, very old episodes. So yes, that's definitely something that you could do if you do ever get bored and want to listen to something um, interesting and fun from uh, some of the th- things that have already taken place for like across the past four years i believe because when we first started tko it was um uh, like the october of 2016 so it's it's been about almost four years so uh in the meanwhile there's been so many episodes so just pick one randomly if you want and listen to that episode and see what we talked about in that point in time but talking about our uh, talking about our show in general, uh, I, trust me, this is gonna be the last plug that we're gonna make about the show. Um, so for the first time ever, uh, TKO has become actually a independent entity on social media. So now you can actually go online and uh, uh, follow TKO Podcasts. Uh, a very own page on Facebook and Instagram. We'll keep you updated with um, uh, everything that we talk about on our uh, most recent episodes. And uh, we'll definitely keep you updated uh, on everything that you need to know about any fight that is uh, supposed to happen or is happening in the world of combat sports. So yeah, there you have that. And the page, so uh, on Facebook, it's TKO Podcast MMA. And on Instagram, it's TKO uh, underscore podcast. So yes, definitely go out there, spread the news, follow, like, uh, whatever you uh, really want to do with those pages. And just uh, keep yourself updated with everything that you personally want to know about the world of combat sports. All right, enough of that, you guys. Okay, so uh, a lot has actually happened over the past week. Uh, Like we said on our last episode, things are finally getting back on track. Um, We're starting to have uh, at least one major event every weekend, at least when it comes to MMA. And interestingly enough, um, shout out to all of our boxing fans, like boxing purists out there, because today uh, you can actually rejoice a lot because we are actually going to be giving you some updates uh, regarding the world of boxing which has been pretty, um, I don't want to say the word dormant because it comes with certain negative connotations, but um, it has been quite um, inactive, specifically during quarantine, during this pandemic. But uh, I do have some good news for all boxing fans out there, and we're definitely going to discuss a few uh, major announcements that uh, actually were stated over the past uh, week. And we're going to be talking about what those announcements imply and what sort of implications they have for the world of boxing. So I'm personally so, so excited about um, uh, those news um, updates particularly, but also um, you probably guessed it, right? Because we're also going to be having a UFC fight night this upcoming weekend. 
we are going to be breaking down uh, the main event of UFC Fight Night again, once again, in Las Vegas, Nevada, in the UFC Apex Center. Uh, but this time around, we're actually going to be having a heavyweight bout between Curtis Blades and uh, Alexander Volkov. So that one I'm super, super excited about. And you should be excited about it as well because... You, you're probably familiar with the fact that um, the uh, the heavyweight division isn't always super active. And so whenever we do have, even if it's about like a regular bout, not necessarily a championship bout, we should still celebrate it and we should still uh, uh, look forward to it. So I, I'm personally really excited for this main event of UFC Fight Night this upcoming Saturday. And, uh, oh, actually, I'm looking through the main card of that particular fight night, and uh, it is actually stacked. So we're going to be having the former um, uh, Bantamweight title challenger, Raquel Pennington, actually. She's going to be fighting on this card. I wasn't personally expecting that. Uh, We're going to be having other um, amazing prospects fighting on the card. People like Josh Emmett, who is actually uh, fighting as the co-main event, and... um, uh, other prospects, other uh, prospects, excuse me, including Bilal Muhammad and, of course, UFC veteran Jim Miller is also going to be fighting on this card. But depending on how much time we're going to have for today's episode, I think um, we should probably just go through the, the main event of the evening. But uh, regardless of that, definitely make sure that you catch up with all those um, uh, fights happening as the undercard of this main card. Ooh, even, okay, I'm looking through the preliminary card as well. It's also pretty stacked. Uh, We're going to be having people like Roxanne Modafferi fighting on the prelim, Courtney Casey, Hala, yes. Oh, Tisha uh, Tisha Torres, uh, who I love, is one of my all-time favorite women uh, women strawweights in the UFC right now. She's going to be fighting um, on the prelim card. And again, uh, another veteran is also fighting on the prelim. Clay Guida, man, this this whole fight card is stacked. Uh, so maybe instead of just catching up with the main card, you should also watch uh, most of the prelim fights as well. So just to put it out there, it is going to be a really, really exciting uh, fight card. So the, the UFC thankfully never disappoints. So yes, that is what we have for our breakdown section of the show today. But also, yes, uh, I really do want to talk about um, the, some of the updates that have come, come out regarding the world of boxing. So I think it will only be wise to get started with those points First, so now, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so first things first. So, uh, like I said, not a lot has been happening in the world of boxing, uh, specifically when it comes to having live events. Nothing yet, so uh, you can you can be rest assured that uh, we're not going to be having live events anytime soon, which is kind of a bummer. But this news that I'm about to deliver to all of you guys is probably going to make up for that disappointment that you disappointment that you just felt, and that is the fact that Anthony Joshua, the current IBF, IBO, WBA, and WBO heavyweight champion of the world, is actually scheduled to fight the current WBC and the lineal um, uh, heavyweight champion of the world, 
Tyson Fury. So the two have actually officially signed a contract to fight one another in this upcoming year, not just once, but twice, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, this has been something that all boxing fans have been looking forward to. And uh, what uh, what time better than the current time that uh, everybody's just... Uh, you know, uh, stand, standing back and uh, contemplating what they should do next. Some uh, um, They should all think of a move that makes sense financially, makes sense um, ranking-wise, uh, uh, something that makes sense for their legacy. And for sure, this um, contract that's been signed between the two parties, between Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua, it is definitely something that we've all been looking forward to. Anthony Joshua, yes, although he's uh, had his own ups and downs uh, for the most recent fights that he had against the actually former heavyweight champion in boxing, Andy Ruiz Jr., he had that one loss against Andy Ruiz, and uh, there was a lot of doubt Uh, uh, regarding his boxing abilities, his cardio and stamina, his um, tough chin. A lot of doubters and haters came out and said that they maybe we just hyped up Anthony Joshua. Maybe he wasn't really as tough as we thought he was going to be. Maybe he wasn't the maybe he wasn't really meant to be the greatest of all time. Maybe he wasn't really meant to be the GOAT. However, when uh, Andy Ruiz Jr. fought Anthony Joshua for the second time in Saudi Arabia, everybody was proven wrong because this time around, it felt like their positions were completely uh, switched uh, by 180 degrees because this time around, Anthony Joshua had such a dominating performance against Andy Ruiz Jr. And he came back, he took his his championship belts back and he took his heavyweight title back and now as the two-time um heavyweight champion of the world he um strengthened his um his uh, current uh, what should i call it like his um status in boxing he made it even stronger you know for him in my opinion the thing is if he had continued to be a undefeated boxer not even have a a single loss in his professional career you know that would have been impressive however in my opinion it's more important to experience adversity and then change something about yourself something about your game plan or your strategy so that the next time around when the opportunity presents itself to you you have to come out and prove everybody wrong and And just uh, first of all, you have to have changed your mindset and you have to uh, you have to have made those certain uh, adaptations to come out and uh, win once again. So um, personally, after having had that one loss against Andy Ruiz and now having that comeback uh, win uh, against Andy Ruiz Jr. and that second fight that the two had. That's more valuable, um, not just to me, but I'm sure to uh, a lot of other fans out there as well. Uh, It's super, super important. And uh, it's pretty impressive that Anthony Joshua was able to achieve that. Now, we said all those amazing things about Anthony Joshua. Let's put our focus on uh, the other side uh, of the spectrum, who is Tyson Fury. 
Now, Tyson Fury as well, you know, since we talked about overcoming adversity and, um, you know, just just getting back up to your feet once you've uh, fallen down because of things that um, perhaps went wrong in your professional career, perhaps because of things that went wrong in your life. If you want to talk about all those things, then Tyson Fury is the guy that we definitely refer to because Tyson Fury... Just as a background uh, reminder for um, the great boxer that he was when he initially became the heavyweight champion of the world. You know, of course, he became the champion at the time. Um, you would think that he would he would be on top of the world, but unfortunately, he was dealing uh, dealing with a lot of depression and substance abuse. Um, as a result of that, he uh, he lost uh, his major belts. So he wasn't the champion anymore, which was just um, another source of positive feedback into his depression and substance use and self-harm. He went through a lot and uh, we all remember him um, gaining so much weight, um, you know, as, as a heavyweight boxer. It's acceptable for you to weigh like um, uh, 260 pounds, 270 pounds, but um, Tyson Fury gained so much weight. He went over 300 pounds and he wasn't really eating well. He wasn't exercising well. But uh, there came this point in his life that he decided to just take that one step forward and change things for the better. So what he did was um, he he um, took care of his diet. He started exercising once again. He lost so much weight. I, I can arguably say that the way Tyson Fury is fighting right now and the way he's training right now is probably better and more um, efficient than how he used to train and be back before all these uh, things went down with his um, life and career. But once again, like I was saying, overcoming adversity is key here. And that's exactly what Tyson Fury did. So now, um, now that he's had a, a few combat fights, uh, the, the World of Boxing, specifically the uh, World Boxing Council, WBC, offered Tyson Fury to fight Deontay Wilder, who was the WBC heavyweight champion at the time. You guys all probably, I mean, you should probably remember the the most, le- the iconic fight that the two had the first time around. The fight was so good. And as a matter of fact, it was so close that the judges had to go with the draw. So neither man was the better man that night. So the, the, the council, the boxing council decided to run it back once again for a rematch. And the stakes were so, so high this time around. But um, to everybody's surprise, and it was honestly so um, I, like if if you wouldn't get goosebumps just watch, watching that rematch fight between the two of them, uh, I don't know. We have to have a word. But um, the second time around in the rematch, Tyson Fury actually was able to beat Deontay Wilder in such a dominating manner. Whew, it was so so good, and um, he made Deontay Wilder look like an amateur not to say that he his skill levels are on an amateur level okay i'm not trying to devalue deontay walter here but all i'm saying is that tyson fury was just so good that um he he made it look like it so now (laughs) things have definitely changed so much 
Currently, Tyson Fury is the WBC champion of the world. And like I said, Anthony Joshua is the current title holder for all those other heavyweight belts at other boxing organizations. So what happens if you have these two guys fight each other? Well, this time around, all boxing belts are going to be on the line. So that whoever wins uh, a, a bout between the two is going to become the undisputed unified heavyweight champion of the world okay if that doesn't give you chills i don't know what will and this is so so important in in the current history of modern boxing if you have been catching up with boxing if you have been a follower of boxing for a long time you probably can recall that whenever we talked about um uh, having someone be the undisputed heavyweight champion that was a big deal. We're talking about when we talk about the the undisputed champion at the heavyweight division. We're talking about amazing legends like people like Muhammad Ali, people like Tyson, uh, excuse me, Mike Tyson. So, for someone to um, currently become the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, it is a major, major deal. And it will all come down to who will be winning, um, uh, should I say, the fights between Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua currently. Now, currently, we we do have this little bit of problem called COVID-19. And so we're not really sure if we are going to be having um, uh, the anticipated fights like pretty soon maybe towards the end of the year because right now we're still so fresh uh from that first wave of um uh, covid uh we, we we still have to take the necessary precautions and um you know when you when you do talk about such an important boxing fight that such a such a fight that has such major implications you you really really want to have at least some fans in the re- in the arena you know it would be such a bummer to have this important fight and not have anybody in the arena in the arena excuse me to to root for the people who are fighting that would be a little bit uninteresting uh and a little bit un- uninteresting actually business wise financially for the promoters and the fighters themselves as well so uh, when you when you do want to put a official date for at least the first fight that the two should have in the upcoming year, you should keep all those things in mind uh, because they're pretty important. And, uh, you know, let's just make it something that when we do talk about talk about it in the future and we come back and refer to it reminisce about it, we're like, wow, that fight was amazing. Say we had like. 100,000 people in the arena um, chanting, say, I don't know, like Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury, whatever it is, uh, you know, it it will just make such a huge impact on um, how the fight is going to be perceived, you know, in in addition to how how it's going to be athletically and um, strategically. Uh, it's also really important to think about all those other things that go into making a great fighting event, okay? So your fans are important. 
Um, your marketing is also important, and the way you sh- should I say broadcast the fight to the rest of the world who's who isn't necessarily able to come uh, come to the arena and watch the f- uh, the fights for themselves in person. So y- those are all the things that you need to keep in mind as a wise promoter and uh, as uh, whoever's whoever else is involved in uh, making these fights happen. But regardless, you know the most important thing is that. The fight has been made of the fights should should I say have been made official. They will happen. We know they will for sure happen, but we just don't know when they will happen. But that is okay. At least we have some some sort of guarantee behind this whole thing. So it, it should all be good. And if anything else comes up, then we'll definitely keep you guys updated. You you definitely can't be sure of that. Uh, but, uh, in addition to that, uh, you know, um, with that, you would think that there will be other, uh, other boxers in the heavyweight division that would be like, Hey, like, uh, I, I thought I was next in line for this, uh, blah, blah, blah title, say like the IBF title. And you're probably right. So some of the other, uh, points of challenge that, uh, could, could probably come our way include these um complaints should should i say because for certain organizations you know they have their own ranking system and say uh, anthony joshua is the current champion so uh, a certain organization could say anthony joshua needs to fight fighter abc before he gets to fight tyson fury because this this ABC person is the next person in line for the for our title in our organization, so he needs to fight this person before he before he makes that fight against Tyson Fury. So we also have those additional obstacles along the way, but I'm sure they can definitely take care of it. So enough of that. I I hope that made you super excited about these upcoming fights that we're going to be having sometime in the near future between Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury. Uh, But now let's talk about MMA, everybody. So like I said, this upcoming Saturday, thankfully, we are going to be having a heavyweight bout for our main event of the evening. So we're going to be having the number three contender in the heavyweight division in, in the UFC right now, Mr. Curtis Blades, fighting off against Alexander Volkov. So this fight is going to be really, really exciting because uh, Curtis Blades, uh, he he's a really um, a well-rounded fighter. Specifically, he comes from a wrestling background, so you can definitely count on the fact that he's going to at least attempt one takedown in this heavyweight fight. And unless you yourself do come from a wrestling background, it will be really hard to defend against his particular takedowns because, uh, you know, when you, when you talk about heavyweights, the impact of whatever they do in a bout is just so strong because of their um, momentum and inertia because of uh, their their heavier weights. So if someone like Curtis Blades, who has the power and the skills of a really good wrestler, if you have someone like him charging towards you with a really major takedown, they're probably going down. And that is not uh, good news at all for Alexander Volkov because we've definitely seen him show, show some weaknesses when it comes to his takedown defense. However, if, even if he is taken down to the ground, uh, Alexander Volkov needs to be really careful and uh, smart about the things that 
he he wants to do on the ground because he can definitely use that opportunity to his own advantage and uh, just work on particular submission skills so that although he might not be in a um, dominant position even on the ground then he could probably turn things into his own advantage and uh, turn the momentum of the fight around so even if he is taken down i would suggest for alexander volkov to work on his jiu-jitsu skills so that he can potentially um, submit curtis blades uh but overall one other piece of big advice i should say for alexander volkov is to keep like be super alert for uh, for as long as the fight lasts because we've seen fights uh, that Alexander Volkov was involved in that he was definitely going to win the fight through decision however oh uh, talking about that most recent fight that he had against Derek Lewis he was actually winning the fight through decision but in the last 10 seconds of the of the whole fight unfortunately he was caught with a really nasty shot and he was knocked out so the biggest piece of advice for alexander volkov is to be alert and aware of all the potential dangers that could be coming towards him for the whole for the entire length of the fight so ultimately if he is able to keep all those things in mind and uh, have a smart fight then things could potentially go his way if the fight does go the full length and is um, evaluated through the decision of the judges so that's all i have to say about that other than that you guys make sure that you catch up with this whole fight card um ufc fight night on saturday night in las vegas next time around we're going to be breaking it down further and uh, reminisce about some of the great bouts that we are going to be witnessing on Saturday night. All right, so I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for this week. You guys already know, make sure you go to cfru.ca to catch up with our previous episodes. You can also go to SoundCloud, oh, actually not SoundCloud anymore, but iTunes and Spotify to catch up with previous episodes as well. And until next time, it's your girl, Janan, right here, and this is TKO. Peace out.